I am thrilled to announce that An Actor Despairs is partnering with a wonderful CBD company called Kind Farms. Everyone out there has heard of CBD. I started taking it a few years ago when I first started getting sober and to help with my anxiety. Sadly, as one can do, I was overtraining in the gym, and a friend recommended a topical and a tincture to help with the pain. I tried it. It was okay. However, recently, I was introduced to a product that has really changed my life. Not only has it helped me with anxiety, but I am stronger than I have ever been. I'm able to carry out lifts my body used to prevent me from doing. Kind Farm products have single-handedly changed my life athletically and personally. They utilize 100% local licensed farmers, organic cultivation, and CO2 extraction for superior CBD. Kind Farms is turning CBD to a kind alternative to pharmaceuticals. Let's transform tobacco row into hemp row. If you want to get involved, please reach out. Together, we can make a difference. You can use my code RYAN10 for 10% off. You can find them on Instagram at Kind Farms Inc., all one word. That's K I N D P H A R M S I N C. And their website is kindfarmsinc.com. Once again, my code for 10% off is Ryan10. And now, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Today on An Actor Despairs, we have a very special episode with actor and actress Paul Meskel and Daisy Edgar Jones, who play Marianne and Connell in Hulu's adaptation of Normal People. These two actors give some of the finest work I have ever seen on screen in my life, and I'm so excited that they came on the show to talk about this epic novel turned television show. Here it is. Paul Meskel and Daisy Edgar Jones, welcome to An Actor Despairs. How are you guys doing? Not bad, thank you. Oh, man, I'm like, I've seen a lot of television in my life, but I don't think I've ever been this floored by a romance ever. I watched the show three times and I I cried every time. (laughs) I was just like, you guys are incredible actors, but your chemistry was just magnetic. And I just like... Love the characters. I just want Marianne and Connell to be together forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but before we dig into the work, I'd just like to kind of start a little bit at the beginning. So, Paul Daisy, can you talk about where you grew up and how you got started in acting? After, are you? Yeah, so I, um, I kind of had been doing it all my life. Like I always did sort of the school plays and things like that. And um, But I never really knew it could be a kind of career choice until I was about 15. And my mum heard about this big company in the UK called the National Youth Theatre, which um, is a wonderful place. You kind of, you audition and if you get in, you get to do kind of shows with them every summer and stuff like that. So I got in when I was 15 and I kind of met lots of like-minded people and stuff. And I was like, oh, this could maybe be something I could do. And then I was very lucky I got an agent and um, about like a year into auditioning, I got a job on a show called Cold Feet, which was my first kind of acting job. So, yeah, that's how I kind of got into it. Amazing. Paul, how about you? Yeah, I I, pro- I got into it maybe a little later. Um, I didn't do uh, any kind of drama or stuff growing up until I in kind of transition year, which is kind of like a fake year in secondary school where they let you do loads of kind of extracurricular stuff. And uh we did a uh, Phantom of the Opera as a school musical. Oh wow! And, yeah, that that Amazing. was. That, yeah, it was it was crazy. <laughs> it was kind of deep end, but um, I loved that. But again, didn't see it as a kind of valid. I didn't see any. I had no reference point for other people in my life. I didn't know any other actors, so I was like, "This is a hobby that I really enjoy." And then, um, as it came to like applying for colleges. I suddenly started to go, okay, that's the thing that I really enjoy. So um, I quickly applied for um, any drama schools that were still accepting applications. And the Lear in Dublin, where I ended up training, um, let me audition. And that was how I kind of got into it. Amazing. That's so great. And this is your first television performance, right? Yes, yes, it is. It, again, kind of in at the deep end. <laughs> oh, man, you're like Killian Murphy. You're taking over. Yeah. <laughs> 
Irish finest. So Paul and Daisy, I'm curious, how did, how did you guys first hear, did you know about the novel before the, the show got developed or did you find out about it after? Yeah, I, I had heard about the novel, but um, just it was one of those ones that I, I never got around to actually reading. And then um, I, the, the audition was sent through uh, through my agent and it was going to be the adaptation of the novel. So I was like, oh, that gives me the reason to go, go out and read it and um, read it very, very quickly, faster than I would have read any other book before um, and just like fell in love with it. Um, so that that was my my introduction to the book was through the audition process. Wow. How yeah. about you, Daisy? Mine was kind of much the same, really. I mean, my best friend had been bought it by our other best friend, who like is in love with Sally Rooney. The, everything she's ever written, she just yeah. loves it. And she's actually doing her dissertation on normal people now. So it's oh no way! <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so she she was kind of like you have to read it but I I didn't you know same with Paul I, I didn't kind of get around to it and then I got the audition through and that's how I kind of got introduced to it and yeah it was a, it's a very strange thing I think Paul would feel the same you know we were reading it really imagining playing the characters which is yeah. a kind of strange way to and also a wonderful way to to read a story because you know already you're you're really empathizing with everything or, or sort of that they're going through it's yeah it's amazing that's amazing. You know, one of the things I talk a lot about on this podcast is the difference between good acting and great acting. And, and, and when great acting happens, no other actor or actress in the world could have played those roles. And with Marianne and Connell, like, it was so seismic, your performances. There's, there's no other actor or actress in the world that could have delivered the truth to Marianne and Connell the way you guys did. And it was, it was so riveting. And I'm just like, I'm so excited to talk to you guys because you guys are going to take over the world, you know, and I'm, I'm so excited for what's going to happen in your careers, but man, I, I, I'm just floored. So can you talk about like the process? Cause I imagine, did you guys do chemistry tests? Yeah. Yeah. We did. Um, yeah. We did a- I met Daisy in the second kind of round of uh, chemistry. I think Daisy was the second last person in that day or the the second, wasn't it the second last? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. And I think that was obviously with a project like this, that was always going to be a very important part of the casting process. And uh, yeah, I just remember doing that chemistry together. It was really good. (laughs) I think like Paul and I are so lucky really, because like, you know, we had such a wonderful, because for both of us, it's a very sort of early on in our kind of careers. And obviously it's Paul's first TV thing and it's, it's my like first main part. Yeah. Like we were very lucky to have like Lenny and, and the sort of all the kind of filmmakers because they really gave us space to, to kind of feel we could do certain things because it, you know, it is a bit nerve wracking when you're, when you're given a kind of role and you think, Oh God, totally. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, you know. So, um, so yeah. Um, um, we were also very lucky, like, we love acting with each other too. I think we both have a yeah. very similar kind of dialogue when it comes to the characters. So it always meant it, it felt, it felt quite natural quite early on, which was, which was really good. That's amazing. And then with the, the intimacy, there must've been immense trust between you and Paul, you know, to, to really dig into Marion and Connell, the way the book is written, you know, and was that overwhelming for you guys when you, when you knew in the novel, what was about to occur and you had to film this for six months? yeah yeah it was something that was like i think we we both knew signing on to the project that was like i first and foremost i think i can speak on Daisy's behalf and say that firstly we're fans of the book and we're lucky that we're in it but i think when we knew that the book was going to be adapted that there was going to be scenes of an intimate nature and i think what was important to both of us was that there was an um that the, there was a healthy and safe working process put in place for us, which was a mate like Element and Lenny and, and Hetty really, um, like, it's not that they pioneered it, but they really put a really self, a safe working process around us in terms of hiring an intimacy coordinator, giving space around those scenes so we could have um, conversations and feel ultimately, because if me and Daisy both feel safe and um, creative in those scenes, that's, that's, there you're going to get the best product as a result of that and i think um i'm really proud of what the sex and intimacy looks like on screen and it's not like something i've seen a huge amount of before 
Yeah, I think it's the best on-screen, you know, depiction of, of, of intimacy and sex I've ever seen in my life. You know, usually it can be very stylistic or it can be very loud. And this, you kind of felt like you were there, you know, like it, it, it was just so accurate. And I think, you know, cinema can kind of like try to bump things up. But this was just so beautiful. You guys worked with an intimacy coordinator. Is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah we did. Her, her name's Ita O'Brien, and she um she kind of was the sort of pioneer of that job. I mean, she did work with sex education as well, so she's worked with sort of young people before, and and she's wonderful. I mean, she kind of just creates an environment that's incredibly safe and pressure free, and it means all we have to worry about is the acting. and And what's wonderful about those scenes is that they often come sort of in the middle of a dialogue scene or that, you know, they, they're always following on a narrative beat. So um, so that meant that we didn't have to worry about the sort of physical side. We could just think about, you know, what what we were trying to narratively, you know, say with those scenes. Yeah, that's, a, that's amazing. And then you guys, um, when you when you started this, did you kind of use the book as a Bible for the character? Was that kind of your lead into to Marianne and Connell? Yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> When you have that source source material at hand, like I think we'd be lucky if we ever had that kind of rich material, like because you're just not going to have that on every project that you end up doing. Yeah. So definitely, that book accompanied both of, both of us to set every day, and just like, yeah, it it became like a source of comfort. Just before you do the scene, you'd read if if it was a scene that was applicable to the book, you just read it, and that book kind of. Uh, feels second nature at this point i think it, wow and and daisy uh, you know being from london like was it tough for you translating to the british uh, to the irish dialect or yeah. do you know it wasn't too bad i mean my um my i mean hopefully it, it, it sounds all right i mean my... oh it sounds amazing <laughs> I, 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 I thought you were an irish actress and then when i was like oh wow <laughs> oh, Thank you. Yeah, my mum, my mum's from the north of Ireland. So I've always, um, I've got a lot of family who live there. And I've, I always kind of went back and forth as a young, sort of as a young person. Um, so, um, so yeah, I mean, I didn't find it too hard to kind of get into certain sort of rhythmically. And also, like, I think accents are so interesting. They kind of define your character quite a lot more than we even realise. You know, I think coming from sort of London, my accents almost sort of naturally quite self-conscious so it's strange how the kind of accents change the way you act which is quite helpful but so I think humor wise for example I, I always I felt I understood it a wee bit quicker because I have lots of family who, who are from from there so um so yeah but I just I listened to Sally Rooney speak quite a bit and I had an accent coach who was wonderful and wow. and Lenny had a really specific idea of the accents because I think what's amazing about Ireland is there's such a kind of range of different accents you know in such a kind of small space so I think it was important to get the the detail right and um yeah hopefully we did so that's it. Yeah, you absolutely did. And then I'm curious when you guys were shooting this, did you shoot in order or did you guys do block? Yeah, no, it was very much. I mean, we did block to block. So we had like um, the first six episodes we all did in one go. Then we had like half a day off. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> It was, it was the morning off. Yeah, it was an hour off. <laughs> party and we were back into rehearsals. Me and Paul were like wrecked. <laughs> it was like one of the only nights we got kind of drunk on a school night, as we called it. We were like, <laughs> like it's a wrap of the first block. We were like, oh my God, we have to go in in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. We were very fragile, but it was quite good because the second block's quite dark and we were both in quite a vulnerable place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was I think one of the things that was so mesmerizing about your performances is that, you know, usually we often see in, in Hollywood when they have like younger characters, they have different actors play the younger parts versus the older. But mm. watching you guys age throughout the series, like I really, I saw your growth you know, who you started, who Connell and Marianne were at the beginning versus the end. It was, I mean, I, I, it, it, you can't really play growth. So it was amazing that you guys were able to show that. I mean, it, it's a testament to the writing, but m most of all, it's a testament to your acting. You know, when, when you guys tethered into these characters, did you work with a coach or was Sally the coach or how did that happen? In terms of like an acting coach or? Yeah, yeah. Like an acting coach or... Well, I think like I think we were blessed in the fact that we have like on the first block we had like Lenny, who is I think one of the greatest directors working at the moment, but also in particular like he's an 
actors, director. He, his films, in my opinion, have a very clear identity, but he's not a director who stylistically imposes himself. I, I was listening to a podcast with him actually today where he talks about like removing himself from the picture so that you can see the action of the characters. And he's his process is incredibly actor-centric, as is Hetty McDonald, who's an extraordinary director as well. And I think that's as good as an acting coach as I think we could have yeah. could have had. And they were both incredibly engaged with discussions that me and Daisy had or thoughts that me and Daisy had about the character. And I think ultimately that's a huge um, sign of trust. And when you're working kind of for five months, day in, day out, I think it's really important to feel artistically valued and and they really they really made me feel that throughout the whole process. Yeah. And we were also really lucky as well that we had such a kind of brilliant team like even just simply hair and costume wise yeah. because I think like those characters, you know, in order to realistically play kind of getting older, I think the the clothes you wear and the way you style yourself yeah. is quite helpful in in helping us do that. So like specifically especially in, in Sligo like when Marianne is is she's meant to be a bit odd I had a very odd haircut <laughs> an odd style of clothing which kind of really helped because physically you feel a bit odd you know but then when she went to Trinity it was all a bit more like I don't know styled or whatever so so that was quite helpful too for the kind of aging aspect of I things. also do feel shooting something for five months ages you about four years <laughs> <laughs> I, was... I actually were haggard <laughs> what was it tough working with two different directors or were they both like did they come early on to the process and kind of give their approach and was it in sync with one another yeah it was actually really brilliantly helpful because i think block two is such a different stage of their lives and it was really nice to have kind of and i think lenny said too that it was really nice to have a fresh pair of eyes and Hetty had a really kind of she's such a big fan of the book and she's so detailed and very deep with the way she kind of directs and it was very helpful to have a different kind of fresh pair of eyes for block two because I mean it's quite you know it's quite a tough thing for us to film as well because you know they're not very happy I mean and they're not together very much as well it's a lot more of us on our own and stuff so it was nice to have a kind of a different sort of take on it and um but they're both brilliant. I mean, they both are very actor centric, like Paul said, and, and it kind of they gave us space and room to grow, which I think is is really amazing and, and probably quite rare, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and Paul, how did this feel for you? You know, being your your first television experience. You know, was was it overwhelming, or did you feel very very much so in safe hands with Sally and Lenny? And I think the whole, the the. I wouldn't want to go back to the month prior to filming. I think that was genuinely quite an anxious time for because I, I had no reference point in my life to know what uh, leading a series with Daisy or or like working in, in that um, medium was like. I didn't I didn't physically know what a day looked like or, or like how a set worked. So that month was kind of my the month leading up to the shooting was like my brain was kind of going 100 miles an hour but I don't know the first two weeks of the shoot were were actually like a gorgeous time because we were in one location it was me and like a lot of the scenes were just me and Daisy and you start you start to build up a rapport with everybody and and everybody is there to keep each other afloat and then I suddenly realized okay I've been trusted by like Lenny to do this part and it's just about kind of it takes a little bit of time to value yourself and to kind of figure out where, how, how the set works. And I think um, everybody was incredibly patient and it was, it was just kind of about ch- checking back in with myself and going, okay, I deserve to be here. I'm working with incredible people. And, um, and then it just kind of, you get into a, you get into a rhythm with it. It's like, it's like running a marathon. You just kind of get your like split pace and you just kind of move at that and, and you figure it out from there, I think. Yeah, well, it's beautiful. And then I, I, I'm, I'm curious, you know, with Connell and Marianne, they have their own, like, sensitivities and, the, and their own distinct personalities. And you guys did such a beautiful way of, you know, very idiosyncratic behaviors. You know, how was that? How were you able to kind of maintain that for all 12 episodes? Because, you know, they're when they're together, they're very much, you know, two different people. When they're apart, they're very much two different people. And you guys you know, you, you can't teach that. That's just like instincts of an actor. Like that was so beautiful. I thought just the way 
you know, who, who they are together when they're apart, you know, and when, when, uh, you know, Connell's in college and he's kind of on his own. And then when he's with, uh, Helen, is that the, the yes. character? Yeah. 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 I was just amazed by that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I, the thing that struck me is particularly in the first block, which I think was really useful to both me and Daisy, because it, I don't know if Daisy agrees, but it was quite a nerve wracking experience at the start. And we were both able to kind of hold on to each other throughout that process. But then you kind of go start going to the second block and you realize, oh, I have a totally new relationship with Helen, for example, and uh, and Marianne has one with Jamie. And, and you suddenly start to go, oh, I, I, it's not that I, like, I enjoyed acting with everybody on this job it, like so, so much, but me and Daisy had the opportunity to kind of like work out of each other's pockets for like two and a half months. So we had a very clear shorthand like the discussions prior to shooting a scene with Daisy were totally different to uh different acts because it was we it was finely tuned at that point so when you kind of take that away into the second block where we weren't working with each other as much there was I felt a real yearning to be going back into the scenes with 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 Marianne and I think that 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 I think that shows in the series when you do get to see them together in the second half of the series Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm curious, you know, for, for you, Daisy, you know, Marianne, you know, she's, she's really, uh, you know, she's, she goes through so many dark places, you know, as an actress, how how are you able to kind of access that, you know, like there's, you know, in her youth, she's kind of, you know, idiosyncratic and has her own kind of odd behavior. But then as she progresses and it doesn't work out with Connell, I think she takes on a lot of inherent darkness, you know, that, Talk to me about that. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of as an actor, it's such a kind of joy to be given a character like that because, you know, there's a large amount of Marianne that I do really relate to and can really understand, but there's a large amount of Marianne that's nothing at all like me that is quite dark and is quite kind of um, tricky to kind of access. So I think it was really wonderful to have that challenge. I mean, definitely, you know, we became very attached to the characters and and stuff because we'd lived with them for so long. So I did, you know, it was sometimes very difficult playing those scenes because you just, you felt very sorry for for like, okay. Totally. (laughs) I mean, it's like, like Paul said, like having, having a book that is so incredibly detailed and clear and so sort of accessible meant that, you know, you did have a very kind of detailed understanding of, of the why and, and sort of where that, that feeling was coming from. But it was also kind of, you know, having such a wonderful kind of director to help you access that stuff and make a clear kind of understanding of how to play it. But it was a challenge because a lot of the, a lot of the stuff is internalized um, and yeah. to try to kind of play that, with an exterior medium like TV is, is, is a challenge because as much as you can kind of try and think all the words, it's like, you know, unless you have a voiceover, you're not going to really know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff. But yeah, I mean, it was like an amazingly deep and complex person to play and, you know, very lucky to have had the chance to do it. Well, you, you really rose to the cause. You're amazing. You know, it was so unbelievable. And I think this is like going to be one of the biggest shows on planet earth. And I'm so excited that, you know, like oddly enough, you know, it's horrible what's happening in the world, but I think this, this narrative is really going to give people comfort and, and hope, you know, cause mm-hmm. I think that's what the world needs the most of all right now is just hope and the chemistry between you two and, and romance, you know, that's something we all seek out, um, you know, dr- drawing from this kind of star crossed lover, you know, was there, was, was there own kind of like relationship that you guys drew from to, to pull to this kind of seismic love? Mm. I, I think you kind of do that subconsciously. Like I think when you're acting, it's not that you kind of consciously think, Oh, what do, what can I draw on from my life? I think it kind of organically happens that it, acting, I think is the sum of your life before, like it, it all kind of, you, you can smell it and taste your smell and taste your life before in the parts. But I think also, again, to have a book like this behind you where the detail that, that Sally writes about the characters and how they're feeling towards each other at, at, at different moments to me was the main form of preparation because as, as Daisy said, there was a lot of parts of Connell that I, that I recognized with on, on the surface, but after that, he's uh, an incredibly complex individual that, that, that I like, you have to imagine the circumstances and to have the book behind you to support that, I think 
probably helped more than kind of delving into my own personal life or my own personal relationship to relationships. But that's not my opinion on it. Absolutely. And then uh, as you guys, how long did you guys shoot for? And then five months because we had like two weeks rehearsal. So about five months altogether. Oh, wow. You guys got to rehearse. Yes. We were very lucky. Yeah. We got weeks. Talk to me about that process. What was that like? Did you do all 12 episodes like reading? (laughs) Well, and I always laugh because like, I think most, more than anything, it was probably an attempt to get us to like be friends because (laughs) we had all of this, like we had to get on, you know, it would have been really tricky if we, if we hate each other's guts. So it's it's good that we don't, but we were so like unbelievably like, like with each other and it was like I was really stressed because I thought we would have like no crack and no banter at all because I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the characters like love the book like, yeah, love the <laughs> it was, it was serious there was no sense of humour but anyway within the first week we were like pissing ourselves over stupid stuff so it all was fine but like yeah it was really fun I mean we just kind of more than we didn't really read through the scenes very much we just kind of discussed them a lot which was cool and and Lenny is really wonderful. The way that he works is very fluid. So often we'd come to scenes and we'd talk about dialogue and he'd change things if we had an idea about stuff, which I've never had before. You know, usually you're kind of given the scripts and that's what you have. And, and, and that's wonderful. But I think in order to create such a kind of raw and naturalistic piece of storytelling, which the books is so wonderfully raw and naturalistic, it's good to kind of feel you can be free with a scene and you can get to the bare bones of it rather than kind of talk around it, you know, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So um, but it was grand because it meant that when we had the read through, like mm. Paul and I, whenever we got onto the bits that we'd rehearsed were really comfortable. So it yeah. looked like <laughs> <laughs> we just re- we'd rehearsed that stuff. It's <laughs> amazing. But I, I, that read through was like, I, I just, I can barely remember. I just remember ch- clicking into Daisy. I just remember like, I was so, so nervous because it was like one of those crazy read-throughs that I'd never experienced before where there's a microphone in front of you. And oh, you hear, wow. Your little yeah. name there. That's terrifying. <laughs> and camera. Yeah. And like, I remember like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to, whenever I'm in a scene with Daisy, I'm going to stare at her because <laughs> just so many people in the room. And, um, but, but that was kind of one of those moments that it was just like, hold on for dear life and pray for it to be over. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm curious when you guys both found out, you know, you were going to play opposite. Did you FaceTime? Like, I, I saw that adorable British "Never Have I Ever" uh, Vogue. Where you said that, that, that you left them on red. I, I, oh I my don't believe it. Thank you. No, I. But that's. I was like, oh, Daisy's going to be an absolute disaster. She <laughs> And then we cut to the disastrous rehearsal process where we're talking to each other as the most polite individuals on planet Earth. <laughs> but then that kind of, a, like, we, we just really got on throughout the process, which was amazing. And in, in, in that rehearsal, do you guys feel like it, you know, you did say you kind of implied that it was meant for you guys. Did a friendship really build there or was, or did that kind of start during filming? I mean, yes, it, we. De- I think we were so nervous, like, because it is so scary. I mean, you know, the first, like, the first day filming. I mean, the night before, like, I didn't sleep a wink. Like, I convinced myself I overdosed on like my Corsidol mouthwash. I was like, <laughs> I'm to die. Well, I just was so scared, and it, I think everyone feels like that because it's like more than anything, it's like the first day of school because you think like God, I've got to spend however long with these people. I hope they like me. I hope they're <laughs> friends. You know what I mean? And um, but like, yes, I think within the first kind of week, once we kind of got that over with, and it is like, it's scary, you know, then because we kind of were both experiencing it the same, we just, yeah, we just got on so well and like, we're best pals. So that's handy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think we are. Are we, Paul? That's amazing. And then, you know, can you talk about the, um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know their name, but the actress that played Helen and the actor that played Jamie, you know, what was it like, you know, because obviously you have this chemistry between Marion and Connell, but then you have other relationships that your characters delve into. You know, what was that like? Like, I think like the way that Louise Kylie, who cast the show, did such an amazing job, obviously with, with Lenny as well, but like 
me and Daisy were so lucky that everybody that we acted with were and are extraordinary talented, mm. extraordinary talented actors, and so and they fit the part so well. So it was like I remember Aoife, who plays um, Helen, was one of the last people to be cast because she comes in later in the series, and I was like, yeah. "Who's going to be?" Play-? I kept asking Catherine, the producer, was like, "Do we know who's playing who's playing Helen yet?" And um, I, I think those parts are quite difficult in a show like this because they come in and they, and they are in orbit of Connell and Marianne narratively. But yeah. I think the detail of characterization and, and how aware they were that they were, they, were, they were in the series in context with Connell and Marianne and to still have a lasting impact on the show was a testament to them as actors. And it was really fun working with them because you're working with somebody as much as it was like I was used to working with Daisy, it's always lovely to work and challenge yourself with another actor and figure out how that person works and how you build a chemistry or, or how the chemistry between Connell and Helen is different to Connell and sure. Marianne. And that, cause that's really important to the overall show. You need to see that there's an actual chemistry there, but it's just not as strong as the chemistry between Connell and Marianne. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't exist, then it, it's confusing. Yeah, and I think that's one of the most, like, what what is so special about the series because, you know, those characters are, are, are so prevalent in the book, but we're able to kind of elevate them in a way that you just are in TV because, you know, in a story you only ever get one of the characters' perspectives, so it's always going to be biased towards Marianne or Connell, whereas in a kind of scene you get all the nuances of the other characters and how they feel and how their faces move and how they interact, and it's really exciting to kind of explore that a bit more, like, you know, that there is a kind of complex side to, for Alan, for example, Marianne's brother, you know, he is, you know, there's something going on there, and and Jamie, like, you actually see that him and Marianne do get on and they have brilliant chemistry, However, it's not it's not right, and it's not the kind yeah. of relationship she should have. Um, so yeah, and, and we're all such like we're all really good friends, and and like it was really. I fun. saw on Instagram that you guys are all like zooming with each yeah. other. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, like it's just like when as a young person, like it's so much fun to have a cast all your age who are all like top of their game brilliant it was like such a kind of wonderful experience to kind of go in every day and work with your friends and make something that you're proud of you know like when do you get that it was amazing yeah. who, who is the actor that played Nile? that guy was amazing yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i finished play with Desi just there we i was doing a play with des in dublin so i've seen a lot of des this year <laughs> Oh, no way. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Well, Fionn, who plays Jamie, is, like, brilliant. We can give him a shout-out. Yeah, we got to give Fionn a shout-out. He's, like, he's just the best. Yeah. yeah. And India as well. Shout-out to him. (laughs) And everyone. Also, the the actresses that played your your mothers, like, I mean, wow, that that was a whole other aspect of Marion and Connell is, Mm. you know, their relationship to their mothers, and I kind of thought that was a really unique thing that the story explored because, you know, our parents really do have, you know, such a, it can be a, a great impact or it could, for some people it can be a really bad impact. Yeah. And what was that like, you know, working with these actresses that played your mother? Did, did you guys build a relationship with them as well? Yeah. I mean, they're amazing. Like Ashling, Ashling as well is a really lovely person. So like, <laughs> wonderful an actress she is. It's like, <laughs> But, you know, I mean, she was amazing and she brought so much to Denise because I think the relationship between Marianne and her family is a really interesting one because I think, you know, in the story, Marianne really does believe that her mother thinks she is this unlovable, cold person. But we also know that, you know, her father was abusive and, and abusive to Denise and to Alan as well, probably. So it's it's really interesting to kind of to have more of a nuanced version, you know, with the kind of screen version just because you can see you know what Denise is actually going through and and the way she kind of is interacting acting with Marianne and perhaps why she is being that way so I just I think Ashling's just amazing I mean she gave so much kind of depth to Denise and and same with Frank who played Alan you know and I love doing those scenes even though they weren't always the happiest you know and then same with Sarah who played um obviously she's just amazing because Sarah was one of the, like from both me and Daisy, like Ashling and Sarah respectively would have been probably the most uh, experienced actors that we worked with on set because it's a predominantly young cast. And I remember working with Sarah, I was just like, oh, like just like to- totally prepared all the time, which is like a given, but like just an, a powerhouse. I knew that what was required from like, 
shot to shot and the different angles, which is something that I was figuring out. So I was like literally just like absorbing the way that she worked on set, but also just, I think the dexterity in which she, with which she plays Lorraine in terms of how warm and uh, maternal she is versus how she just calls Connell up on his bullshit, which is so refreshing to see. And, and the detail in which she worked, I just found like, like so um, exciting. You'd, you'd yeah. sit like the, see the scene in the car with her. I was just like, you are so, so good. Like <laughs> she's also just the best crack as well. So it was, uh, it was like dream working with her. One of my favorite scenes was when it's like in episode 12, when she's meant to be like, Oh, my little Christmas miracles. And we can <laughs> Christmas miracle. Do you remember that? That was so. Oh, I couldn't stop laughing. Wow, Paul. Do you feel like in a, in a lot of ways, you know, this experience was film school for you? Um, I like. I don't know how I could say no to that. I think. Yeah. I think. I obviously tra- I, I I did the, did drama school training, but it, it is a new. It, it's it's like. It's a, it's a new subject. It's a new curriculum. You're starting from scratch and you just kind of have to trust that you can do the acting. But you do, like, I think this was the dream job in the sense that, like, both myself and Daisy were sitting there listening to Lenny and Susie and Hetty and, and Kate, the DPs, discussing shots. So you're, like, absorbing masters of their crafts, literally discussing how they film things. And I think I learned a huge amount just from being privy to those conversations, which isn't always the case with a lot of actors on set. And um, something that like, I, I definitely think has kind of accelerated my understanding of how filming works. I think like this, like all the information I absorbed doing this job, like typically would take three or four years of working in film to, to, to get to. And I think I was lucky that I got to do it in four or five months. Yeah. And I, th- I think one of my favorite things about this show, too, is like, you know, obviously the, the performances with dialogue are amazing, but there's so many moments of, of silences with, with Marion and Connell and then Marion and Connell together. Like, you know, the scene where you guys are in your bedroom eating popsicles, like there's just so much going on with yeah. no dialogue. I was like, oh, my God. You know, the, <laughs> like Oscar, Golden Globe, Emmys, like I'm, I'm rooting for all of it for you guys. Paul <laughs> Mescal and Daisy Edgar Jones are taking it for the win, for sure. <laughs> but I'm also curious, like what the Italian episode, was that actually uh, in Italy? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Talk to me about that. That was, was like, actually, yeah. yeah. It was the final two weeks of the whole shoot. So it is quite funny because we were not, could and we've been <laughs> woo, Italy and we were like woo Italy. <laughs> it was like such an amazing place to be and like such an amazing place to kind of um finish the series it was the most beautiful location like yeah. ever that villa that we were filming in was mad and then we all had like a big night out in Rome and stuff which was so fun like it was just it was just brilliant like you know and we all got like fake tans <laughs> I've never had one of them so that was quite fun but um but no it was brilliant it was such a nice group to end with and like we all kind of let loose a bit I mean we we had quite a lot to get done but um but yeah it kind of felt like we were on holiday so it was quite tricky to no, be we, like, we shot that episode in eight days I think which was like yeah. really really fast but what part of Italy was that uh, it was just north of Rome, uh, Stamigliano something. <laughs> Sounds remember. about right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, it, I remember there was one day, the day that we were shooting in the uh, supermarket scene in um, in this gorgeous village, and like every like the whole town came out, and we were like talking to the owner, was like a ninety four year old man, and there was a like that was one of my strongest memories of the shoot was just like if I had never done this job, I would never see this part of the world. I would never meet these people. And like, there there was just a real strong sense of like, not only the, a shooting community, but the community of the town. And I think that does make its way into the show, like kind of subconsciously. Yeah. That was a mad day. Cause we had yeah. this big, like 
three five or four page scene and um and we we only had a limited time because there was a storm coming and it's meant oh, to end wow. that beautiful film like filmic view of it of like the landscape and, yeah. and obviously we had to try and like find a way whereas like you the clouds were starting to come and we were like oh my god we're not going to get it because obviously we couldn't you know go back it was we only had that one day but it was wonderful. We all just kind of, we got it done. And then obviously the, the mayor of the town brought all of the school kids and they were all watching and, and, and they were all really quiet when they needed no to. Yeah. It was wonderful. Like it was so, yeah, it was really special. It was amazing. Wow. That's amazing. And then I, it sounds like you guys had a blast with the rest of the cast. Like you guys really kind of built a, a family out of this. Yeah, totally. Wow. That's amazing. And then I'm, um, I'm curious, you know, when you guys were working, did, I, I, I know what I saw, a lot of the music was maybe temporary, but did music kind of play a part in your developing of, of Marianne and Connell? Massively, like massively. I mean, when we were back in our very polite stage, at least we did have that. <laughs> we <were just> <laughs> like what songs we felt were on the playlist. And I think you found, it was you, wasn't it? You found um, Sally Rooney has, a, has had playlists on Spotify for the characters. So we were like, oh, like having a listen and whatever and comparing our favorites and stuff but yeah I mean I think it is like it's a massive massive part of developing a character because I think it really it sets an atmosphere and it sets a kind of mind state when you listen to songs and and stuff that work for the characters so yeah it was it was a really big part of the experience that's yeah. amazing can you give us a, a clue some of, of some of the playlists what was on there artist wise what I have my phone um there was like a couple that was like there's some that was like there's some that are songs that are directly attached to the characters, like say like so long Marianne, Leonard Cohen, or like Christ, uh, T- Christina by Tellyman. But then there was other songs that were just like, we would constantly have playing in the like hair and makeup truck that like really remind me of the show. And there were just like, and I think that time in a shooting day is actually like a real sanctuary. Like I found that like going into hair and makeup in the morning, we had the most amazing people working with us. And like that hour before shooting, I just find that was the time that like I'd relax and music would be playing and it was a really positive experience. And then that kind of starts your day off on the right foot. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah I I'm terrible for earworms as well. Like once I get a song in my head, I can, I'll, I'll sing the verse, but just the one verse I know like multiple times throughout the day, which must have been yeah. annoying. But like Teardrop was one of them because... Teardrop. Yeah, Teardrop on the dance floor. No recollection. I remember you singing No Reptiles. Teardrops on the dance floor. Mommy, baby. That one. No? No, I don't know. I'm not even throwing you under the bus here. I just can't. People <laughs> played that. Oh, my God. But yeah, no, actually, yeah, that was one. That was one. The um, the one you said, Reptile Bar- by no Reptiles. Yeah. I can't remember. And then uh, there was a kind of, like I'd be kind of my music taste would be probably a little sadder and melancholic and daisies would be a bit like dancier. Arctic yeah. monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love Alex Turner, man. The best. <laughs> That's awesome. And then I'm curious now that, you know, it's, it's coming out, you know, how has it been for you guys as, as, as Paul and Daisy navigating this whole PR crazy storm that's coming your way. I mean, you guys have at New York Times, Vogue, British Vogue. Is that been overwhelming? You know, because I think so much of the work out of a show is like the actual press part of it and selling it. And, you know, especially now that like it's going to be so big in, a, in the States and other countries. Talk to me about that. Yeah, I suppose it, it, it's, it's a bit, the idea of it is more daunting than the process it has been, I think we're really lucky with the PR teams that we have around us, but, but it's, it's a brand new experience. So we're learning about it. Like we're kind of coming into it like a little innocent that we're like, Oh, this is really exciting. But ultimately there's a lot of hard work involved because you you want to position the show as, 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 um, as best as you possibly can. And, and that's just about figuring out your own way of navigating it. And I think um, so far it's been a predominantly really positive experience. Well, for me anyway, yeah, definitely. And it's nice when we get to do it together because we can kind of, we can bounce off each other and and, yeah. all it and stuff. It's strange when it's yourself and you're like, God, I'm talking about myself for so long. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit odd, a bit odd because you're like, I should ask you some questions. But um, but yeah, no, just like Paul said, it's really kind of, it's we love the show as well. So it is fun to talk about it. And 
you know, with all this madness as well, we didn't know whether we would even be able to. So it's been brilliant that there's been other forms of being able to kind of still talk about the show because yeah. we think it's a really special thing and um, we are very proud of it. So we're glad we can kind of, we can sing its praises because, you know, it's, we are yeah. proud of what we've done. Of course. That's, I mean, you should be. Like I said, you guys are going to win a Golden Globe. I'm going to make sure of it. <laughs> but, uh, I don't want you do that. <laughs> yeah, I promise. I'll be there with like an air horn and a poster. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. And then I'm curious, you know, what, 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 is, what is next for you guys, Daisy and Paul? You know, what, can you talk about, I'm sure, Paul, for you especially, this being such a big thing, I imagine – you, you probably got Peaky Blinders next. Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> I can't, I'm not actually in a position. I know it's such a boring thing to say. We're not actually in a position to say at the moment, but um, hopefully if everything uh, goes through in the right way, it should be really exciting, and hopefully I'll be able to let you know in a few weeks or I don't know. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah. Same. I, I was meant to start a job before before um, all of this, but obviously it's been delayed, but it's definitely still going to happen, which is cool. But, um, but I don't think I can say yet because it hasn't been sort of announced. But, um, but yeah, it's really nice to kind of, yeah, to have something to sort of keep mm. us going while we're, we're kind of waiting for all of this to kind of pass. And, and I'm curious, being British and Irish as actors, do you guys do you guys find yourself like seeking out American projects, or because like the BBC, you know, and so many other amazing projects are there, do you guys prefer to stay at home? No, I, I'm quite happy. Like I, I recently signed with um, CAA, so I heard. Congrats, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, in the sense that like. I, I'd, I'd work in Antarctica if I thought the job was, was good. It's not, I, I think while I'm young and I don't have um, commitments with family and things like that, that uh, I think I, I'll, I'll work wherever the projects are good. And, um, and I think that's important. I think it's important to kind of be uh, open to working in, in different environments and, and, and in different places because ultimately it's just going to broaden your skill set. You're going to work with people of different processes and I think that's really important when we're kind of at the start of our careers yeah I'd love to like work in any capacity but yeah I guess it's like brilliant directors and brilliant kind of stories are kind of what I seek and and you know so much wonderful stuff comes out of America so I'd love to do some things over there as well but um but yeah I just would love to kind of work on really exciting stories Amazing. And then a, a few final questions, because I know you guys have to do more today. Um, I'm curious, you know, first, I got to ask about this. Like, do you guys think, you know, it kind of ends on the ambiguous note? Do, do Marion and Connell end up together? Um, we we flip between different. <laughs> um, I fundamentally do believe at some point in Marianne and Connell's lives that they they have to be together because if I thought the opposite I'd be incredibly depressed I <laughs> know <laughs> I was like taking a Xanax at, at the end of the episode I was like oh my god <laughs> I think same I mean I love the like I love the fact that I don't know like and I think that's I think I never will and I quite like that you know because the I ambiguity they don't know themselves but that like what they've given each other is an amazing thing and so yeah I, I don't know I would like them to be together and be happy and have loads of children but at the same time if they don't I know that they've like done so much wonderful stuff for each other like already so hopefully they'll ultimately be happy whatever happens about how smart their kids would be they're those kids would be <laughs> well, the oh my god they'd be so smart <laughs> that's amazing and then I, I i'm curious now that as we're getting close to the release have a lot of fans been contacting you i imagine you know there's i mean this book sold millions of copies there must be so many people trying to reach out to you and and you know these characters are, are going to be timeless you know is that is that been overwhelming it's it's really nice. Like it's it's so nice to kind of know that people are, are already invested in the story before the shows even come out. You know, and I, it's it's really nice that you know. I mean, we're big fans of the book as well. So I mean, everything like I would be the same. Like you know, I'm if I knew it was kind of being made and coming out, I'd be so excited slash a bit nervous to see it. Yeah. You, know, you never know; it's going to live up to what you've kind of got in your mind. But 
Yeah, everyone's been really lovely so far. So, I mean, it, it is strange. I mean, you know, it's like... Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's really lovely. And like, yeah, I mean, it's just been nice that people people are so excited for the show. And I just, I hope that they like it, really. I, I know we're in quarantine, but has anyone stopped you on the streets yet? No. <laughs> never will. <laughs> Soon enough. <laughs> and then uh, I'm curious, as Daisy and Paul, you know, obviously it's been tough time around the world what's what's been keeping you guys inspired during this yeah I mean it's just it's like it's really lovely kind of you know I mean we do I don't know if it's the same but here we do a clap for the NHS on the Thursday and it's really wonderful we all kind of everyone along the street sticks their head out the window and we all do a big clap for the frontline workers and I think it's like I don't know. I think it's a really wonderful thing. I, I've never felt so connected to um, everyone around me, actually. And, and um, I think, especially in London, it's quite a busy place. You're often very sort of, you're moving through and it's all very fast paced and everyone's quite anonymous. But, you know, now I'm very kind of aware of the people I pass on the street and, and the people that live around me. And, you know, it's funny, though, I never thought it would be like considered polite to cross the road when someone comes towards you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, mean, I think it's just, yeah, everyone's sort of, handled it so wonderfully and yeah it is a strange time and it's a very anxious time for everyone but you know it's been nice to kind of I mean all we are having to do is stay indoors and you know it's, yeah. it's you know it's fine on the whole and this too shall pass is the thing that's keeping me kind of sane I think like it's something that like normally like globally we're not all called to act in the same capacity and I think it's a real opportunity to show solidarity in a way that like statistically and I hope to God that we never have to do something like this again but it's one of those moments where it's kind of a, lit a litmus test of your character like yeah. as he said all you have to do is stay at home and you're going to save lives and yes that's going to be difficult in some cases but I think I, I, I find it to be a pleasant responsibility because it's it's a challenge that you can see the direct um, cause and effect of your actions with and that's I think that's really important Absolutely. It's really beautifully put, you know, well, I got to say, Paul Mesco and Daisy Edgar Jones, I'm, I'm such huge fans of yours and I'm so excited for what's to come. And I'm going to see you at the Golden Globes very soon. And, <laughs> and I'll be there, you know, rooting and say, I told you so at the end of the awards. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on and, and, and giving back. And, and thank you for what you did as, as artists, you know, for these characters. I mean, I, 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 I really mean this with sincerity. It was some of the most beautiful acting I've ever seen. And as an actor, I think you, you've inspired millions and will inspire millions. And uh, I'm so excited for your careers. You know, it's, it's really beautiful work you did and it, it, it deserves immense honor. And, and I hope I was able to give it justice in this interview. No, I really, really appreciate that. That is incredibly kind of you and uh, words that I don't take lightly. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I'm so excited for you guys. And, and honestly, best chemistry since Romeo and Juliet, you know, Claire Danes, Leo, 1999. Honestly, it was incredible. But uh, I got so much love for you guys. And I hope that, you know, we can, we can hang in New York or London sometime oh, soon. So wonderful. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, I got so much love for you guys and I hope everything stays safe and, and healthy for your family during this time. And I'm wishing you nothing but love. You too. Thanks, Thanks very much. All right. Much love, guys. If you like the show, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening.